looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Jacob Elordi and Rachel Zegler. I never thought that I would stand on this stage. And I never thought that I would be here six days ago. She did it. She mentioned it. I did a big laugh. And then I remembered when the Flash entered the space (laughs) the sweet force. We already forgot what it is. The Flash entered the what? The space And then I remembered when the Flash entered the speed force, which was the number one action moment or something. No, the number one cheer moment. When the Flash entered the speed force. When the Flash entered the speed force. Yeah. I said... That was a good joke, almost as good as when the the Flash entered the Speed Force. Every I cannot remember. I mean, okay, respect to the Academy for uh, they could have just. I mean, whatever. Uh, respect to the Academy for actually tallying the votes and giving us the real result. They had every. I know. They had, they had all the power in the world to just be like, Ugh, the number one cheer moment is Spider Man. Like that. That's what they yeah. could have done. But they had to go with what the vote said. And the vote said the number one cheer moment was when the Flash entered the Speed Force. It's very much like Coke is introducing a new drink and letting Twitter name it. And then all the names like poop, number one, it's like poop drink. And they're like, okay, so we're calling it poop drink. Like, that's what happened. And then they had to be like the number one most cheeriest, biggest cheer moment. Never forget, number five was the original Matrix when he does the bullet thing. I am telling you I'm not going. (laughs) Number four was Jennifer Hudson. I will never forget numbers five through one of the number one cheer moments. For not even of all time, wasn't it? Wasn't it straight up of all time? So you have a movie from 1999. A movie from what? 2005. And then you had number three. Number three was Number three was when all the Spider-Men show up. Number two, no, number two, number three was when Avengers assemble. Number, number two was when the Spider-Men show up. When all Spider-Men and number, show up. And one, number one was when the when, when the, the Flash enters the Speed space, Force. The Speed Force. I mean, that's real. That's honesty. Democracy is they alive let, and well because the Flash enters the Speed Force. They let Twitter choose something, and Twitter chose. Twitter also choose, chose, like, the fan favorite movies, and one of them was the Johnny Depp movie that no one has seen. 
Oh my god, that was incredible! Like memorata, like didn't even get released stateside. In memorata, what is a Emily Ratajkowski's bathing suit line? In memorata, the Johnny Depp film. (laughs) That was unbelievable, and I just love that they stuck to their guns and they said. We clowned ourselves by offering this as a vote, and now we are going to stand by that and, mm-hmm. r- like, Ms. Mojo our way through this <laughs> segment, you know? Like, unbelievable. They said, the answers were great. I'm that was sorry. Just, that was the best part. I'm sorry, person who did Jessica Chastain's makeup in Eyes of Tammy Faye. We cannot show your award live. We have to show The Flash enter. <laughs> right. The Speed Force. Right. (laughs) Talk about a slap to the face. We're going to literally make you pre-tape your awards, but we're going to give extra time to a countdown, a YouTube-style countdown. It was Ms. Mojo. I loved it. Ms. Mojo at the Oscars. Welcome to Ms. Mojo. And today we're counting down our picks for the top 10 cringiest and just like that moments. (laughs) I know we said we weren't going to talk about the Oscars much uh, today, but... Oops, we are. We were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. We didn't know Guess that Rachel Zeckler was going to be funny. We didn't know that Joe Alwyn and Taylor Swift were going to show up at the CAA pre-Oscar party in West Hollywood behind photos of Haley Baldwin and Zoe Deutsch. We did that they were going to pair three who's, call them Disney princesses, and everyone in the room is like, who are these girls again? I mean, it was just an incredible display. Can you name them? Name them all. Of who's. Hallie Bailey, easy. Yes, who are the I other can. ones? Oh, my God. I was going to name her first. Lily James, Cinderella. Okay. And Naomi Scott, who in our, at least where I was watching it, number one person people were like, who is that? Please welcome Lily James, Halle Bailey, and Naomi Scott. The three of us have all had the privilege of bringing a beloved animated character to the live screen. I played Cinderella, Naomi was Princess Jasmine, and soon Halle will join the club as Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Welcome, babe. I think number one. I think number Number one person who got the who is that treatment was Naomi Scott, followed closely by, if you were watching the red carpet show on ABC before, so who was the unannounced co-host when they were promoing the ABC red carpet. They were saying, it's Vanessa Hudgens, Terrence J, Brandon Maxwell without glasses, and Brandon Maxwell with glasses. They did not mention Sophia Carson, but she was there doing arguably the most. It was wild. Well, it was amazing because I really think Vanessa Hudgens, and you know I am, this pains me to give, to bring this girly into the speed force, but she was killing it. She was doing what I think she was born to do, which is somehow host the red carpet of the Oscars. I mean, compared to E, I'm sorry, but the clowns over at E could (laughs) had nothing on the kind of somehow the comfort and ease of Vanessa Hudgens talking to random celebrities. But even all of them, Sophia was weird, but I'd rather watch Sophia than than the whole of E, than listen to Brad Goreski, than listen to Laverne Cox really like fumble her way through uh, interviews just saying iconic and legendary to every single person she talked to meanwhile vanessa hudgens was amazing terrence J was good brandon maxwell was good sophia carson was fine i i had a great time i thought it was good because five hours of pre-show also there also was like a point where people in the room were like who are any of these people and i was like it's okay that you don't know these people yeah, and actually it's really good that you don't know these people because it, that means it's the perfect 
group of people that are like just famous enough to be here but not too famous where you feel bad that they're there like mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens arguably I guess she was like had a pretty big role in an Oscar movie like Tick Tick Boom she's definitely in <laughs> but for some reason she's still cuspy enough where she would be offered this job and she would take it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's something like interesting about that. Terrence J, famously one of MTV's like best hosts, just mm-hmm. hosts everything on MTV now. Brandon Maxwell with with and without glasses. He looks like a different person without glasses, yes. A, a good person to know about fashion yeah. because he literally makes clothes. And for the youngs, Sophia, who is a Disney person who's like up and coming, but I feel like that's the kind of ideal who is that Disney star who was like very good at what yeah. she did. I remember her from the Hocus Pocus thing. Do you remember that? When they all, oh, when they say. Oh, you love that Hocus Pocus thing. The pandemic Hocus Pocus. Because it was Pocus. like so cute. Yeah. It was Jordan Sparks, Sophia, and one other person who I forget. And they sang, I'll put a spell on you. And I just thought it was a really good performance. So I'll rem- I will always remember her from that until she does something else, which is apparently this. Entering the Speed Force, the night of the Oscars. Sophia Carson was responsible for one of my top three favorite moments of the ABC red carpet special. Would you like to know what my top three Tell moments me. were? Number one moment was when Nicole Kidman was when Nicole Kidman said, Vanessa Hutchins, you're beautiful. I love you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She number, is and she does. Number two moment was when Penelope Cruz said that Vanessa Hutchins is beautiful and that she loves her. Okay. Two compliments from Penelope Cruz and Nicole Kidman. Number three moment was when Sophia Carson pretended like Maddie Ziegler passed her backstage. <laughs> <laughs> randomly <laughs> hey it's my friend maddie ziegler <laughs> just a few minutes away from the oscars broadcast i wanted to give you all a sneak peek at the action that goes on behind the curtain before the show begins celebrities and nominees are gathering over here in the green room we have our thank you cam right over here i'd like to thank my mom the academy and you never know who you might run into speaking of hi is this my friend maddie ziegler are you here at the Oscars? It's my first Oscars. So. What are you feeling right now? Okay, but also the realization by millions of people that Maddie Ziegler was in, was actually in West Side Story. I, I cried literal <laughs> tears many, many times last night. You know, when they just fall or they weld. I weld many, many times. They fell a couple times. Oh, I um, I cried when Gaga came out with Liza Minnelli, but that's but a whole that was other, amazing. That's a whole other story. Yeah. But, um... One of the times that I teared up was when I was like, Maddie Ziegler is in West Side Story? I've seen West Side Story, and I don't remember Maddie Ziegler being in West Side Story. So I went to Maddie Ziegler's IMDb photo, IMDb page, and I clicked, oh, yeah, she's in it. She plays someone named Velma. I don't remember that. Let me look through Maddie Ziegler's IMDb photos and see if there are any screenshots of her in West Side Story. And there is one, and it is the iconic photo that is used in every, like, publicity story every story about west side story at least early on pre-release rachel front and center and on the right is a dancing woman who i never put together until last night is maddie ziegler Ziegler. (laughs) maddie ziegler well being like rachel zegler maddie ziegler is funny until you realize they're both in west side story well because maddie ziegler was um a dancer you know she's sia's prodigy or whatever of course i've seen music i haven't seen music (laughs) i'm sorry but like they couldn't have given her a line. Maybe they did. A line? A line? Get in another line. I I can't believe it. The Oscars were the Oscars were a lot of fun. Um the Oscars were unexpected and wild. Shout out to Will Packer for getting it done. I was going to say shout out to the producer who literally was like, "Well, I'll take on the hardest job in Hollywood" and came out on top. 
And I don't think it was just uh, Oscars were good because random shit happened and it was fun. I think Oscars were good because a lot of the shit they planned was good and fun. Like a lot of the jokes right. were good and fun. Regina and Amy and, and Wanda risks. made me laugh so much. Yeah. They gave them each material that worked for them. I liked that they were together a few times, separate a few times. They weren't too much. They weren't not enough. Like it really was. There's only one point in the show where I was like, bring back Amy Schumer a little bit, please. And then they did. And she did a funny bit. Like I thought they did an amazing job making those hosts relevant to the show itself. It was horny in a funny way, not in like an upsetting way, not like an embarrassing way. Of course. Um, Regina's joke about Regina the last duel is one of the funniest off. things I've ever seen, and I, it wasn't even a good joke. But like, I couldn't, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I couldn't deal with it. Like, it wasn't a good joke, but I was like, this is so funny, and like, Regina couldn't stop laughing at it, and I was like, they're talking to Judy Dench. Judy Dench literally can't see. Like, I, I love this. <laughs> No, I mean, like you just and you just laugh because you think about whatever writer's room. It's like, we got to make a joke about how nobody saw the last duel. Like, that's fun. Yeah. And like, okay, we're going to like figure that out. And the jokes are like, what's really funny is like the whole Chris Rock, Will Smith thing, which we can touch a little bit, although very lemmy, a little bit above our pay grade. And my argument last night was that he was he was worked up or they were both worked up because that other joke was a lot more uh, Mm -hmm. cutting. You're married, but you know what? You're on the list, and looks like Jada approved you, so you get on up here. Get on up here. (laughs) Their relationship has been... They have laughed at their relationship begrudgingly in the past. They don't laugh at her, like autoimmune condition right like they don't laugh at her alopecia so no, I think, but that's no. definitely something that they really were annoyed by both of those things for sure and i loved and you know i love i don't love violence but i love that the will smith facade that was put up after he kept telling people like remember when he was doing weird oscar slash book tour stuff mm-hmm. and he kept like stunty the stuff thing yeah. about yeah, he but he kept like revealing too much. The thing about him coming, like, mm-hmm. what, what was that? What was that? He'd vomit after after coming, <laughs> right? Because he was so he was so like uh, uh, embarrassed about yes. kind of his situation yes. and who he was. It was about you shame, know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And but what's then? It kind of glossed over. He it kind of covered it up, and now we have another crack in the facade. You know. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think he but was now, probably told to stop. Right. Like, you gotta lay Also, low. another relevant to our relevant to our show, even though they're them's that commercial break pep talk from a publicist, Denzel Washington, oh, yeah. and whoever else was around. Wasn't Steven Spielberg uh, there too? Putting, was Denzel was there? Steven Spielberg was there? People were like, "Hey, whoever coached Will Smith into a gorgeous narrative about what had just happened, as compared to the movie he was winning for and the speech he was about to give." I mean, I was just in awe of the. The switch from, Mm -hmm. oh, no, this is bad for this person's career to, oh, my God, he fully turned it into this, I'm defending my family above all else. And now that's the... That's the line. Yeah. That's the pull quote. That's Mm -hmm. the master manipulators on stage. Right. We were watching manipulation in real time. And it was so... Literally in real time. We were watching it. Like, we were... We were literally watching it like on Twitter and seeing people tweet like the video of the publicist going up to him like there was something about yeah. how literal it all was that was almost whiplash inducing because it was like, wow, I'm I'm watching them take care of this 
in the in the polar opposite of behind the scenes. You know, it doesn't get more in front of the scenes than the Oscars. You know, audience. But the there yeah. were some good yeah. there were some good Huey moments. Uh, Ariana DeBose's speech was good. She'll be themy at some point. Yes, Troy Troy Katzer's speech. His speech was great, and the it was moving. I mean, the what's her face standing yeah, there holding holding her, it, yeah, standing there holding the Oscar, yeah. looking up at him so kindly, and I just was like, wow, this is my favorite part of that of that moment was when um, Yeo Jung Yoon uh, turned. She noticed that the the statue wasn't facing the camera, and at one point she like looked down and saw that the Oscar face was like facing Troy and not the camera and like switched it so that the Oscar was face forward. And I was like, that's She sweet. killed it. You had a lot of really nice moments, even though the big moment, which we just spoke of was the moment, mm-hmm. you had a lot of nice little moments that really added up. I think the worst moment in all the Oscars was when DJ Khaled came out and was like, <laughs> is it 2012? Cause right. uh, I'm here. That and was then worrying. That was so strange. And then all of a sudden, as soon as we kicked it off, it we forgot that we had done that. That was so silly. And even Beyonce performance was anticlimactic. Oh. Well, it just felt very pre-taped. And it and this show, you wanted to be live from the jump. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And she didn't knock a tennis ball into Amy Schumer's face, unfortunately, Which as we predicted. Um, would have been would have been funny. The it took pitch, me it took me a solid idea. like seventeen to nineteen seconds to realize that she was dressed as a tennis ball. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's tennis I ball loved- color. I loved when her came out um, and whoever she with was Daniel presenting Kaluuya. with was like, yeah, he had to remind people that she was an Oscar winner. Because like, it's like, who? Yeah. <laughs> like, who? Remember last it's year? It's her. <laughs> Remember last year? Right. Well, I think they both were kind of like, last year was huge for us. And then everybody was like, don't mention last year. Don't mention Daniel last was like, year. I won an Oscar last year. And so did her. Oh, <laughs> so did she. So did she. Brackets her. like, her. me. <laughs> so... Lindsay, I wanted to make a game out of what happened last night. Um, and it was hard because I was like, oh, I want to do something. I want to do some kind of game. Because I was watching it and you know that. Yeah, we were all watching. I, you know, you know, how do we do something with this? And one of the funniest things that I saw at the beginning of the night was the photo of Lady Gaga, not at the red carpet of the Oscars, but at the red carpet of the Elton John AIDS Foundation's 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party. And I said, oh, that's funny. That party and that a he look, has every year. watched a little bit, like, you know, kind of mingled and then zoomed right back for the end of the Oscars in her little tuxedo. Mm-hmm. She was incredible. Eliza, that was beautiful. What did what did Eliza say? Best picture. How did oh. Eliza say Coda? Okay, Coda. <laughs> That's what it okay, was. Coda. Okay, Coda. Oscar goes to Okay, Coda. <laughs> Letting Gaga uh, g- give best picture is the smartest thing of the night to, to <laughs> yes. give they said, we know what we have here. She's not sitting in the audience all night, so we can't cut to her face. Mm-hmm. What we are going to do is give her the moment, pair her with a legend. We know Lady Gaga is great with elderly people. We know. Mm-hmm. Tony. No one, like, she is a master at elder care. She's wonderful. We all thought that either Lin-Manuel or Diane Warren would win, and it went to Billie Eilish. I thought that was surprising, Billie Eilish and Phineas. That was nice. That, that was, was nice. nice, though. Diane Warren's face. The Diane end, Warren's when face. When they kept <sighs> showing Diane in the back, I was like... We've crossed the threshold. It's It has now... It's no longer, like, fun. It's getting really sad. No, it's it's fully just sad. It's getting bad. It's getting bad. It's and, getting and it's bad. kind of... 
uh, she probably was just like this 21 year old William eyelash herself baby. is up there getting an Oscar <laughs> I know for a fine bond song Who to be fair Diane's song Phineas? wasn't better I know um I, anyway. Diane was like I'm uh, we need to put out a, we I'm just saying we need protection yeah we Get got a very on Diane. it was very there's something wrong with Aunt Diane vibes <laughs> there's yeah. something wrong with Aunt Diane last <laughs> oh my night God, you're so right. so you're so right okay I have a game Elton John AIDS Foundation's 30th Annual Academy Awards Viewing Party or 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar <laughs> Party hosted by Radhika Jones or both. That's what this game is called. I'm going to read you the name of a celebrity. Who are them? Were they at the Elton John AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards Viewing Party or the 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar Party hosted by Radhika Jones or both? There is a, I feel like there is a slim possibility that these people could have been at the Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by Radhika Jones and not been photographed. But I feel like that's 99% of the reason you go to this party to be photographed. So I'm just going to assume. So if, if you weren't on Getty, then it doesn't count. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, Lady Gaga. I know for a fact that she was on the, El- the red carpet for Elton John AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party. Yes, you're right. She didn't have time to go to the other one. She had to go back to the Oscars. Exactly. She had to take Liza home, <clears throat> make sure that everything yeah. was okay, um, lock up. Okay. Justice Smith and Cameo Adele. They went together. I don't know if they're friends or dating, hmm. but they okay. went together. Sounds like they might have been at the Elton John AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party. Ding, ding, ding. You got that right. Okay. Tinashe. Oh, uh, if... If I know my stuff, Tinashe did both. Oh, you're wrong. I thought she did both too. No, she only went to the Elton John AIDS Foundation's 30th Annual Academy Awards Dream Party. Okay. (laughs) Haley Baldwin. Both? No, just just the 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar Party hosted by Radhika Jones. This is very straight or gay (laughs) in its way. (laughs) Well, that's what you that's what you think. That's what you think. Am I right? I mean. We're going to throw okay. you for some loops. Okay, Chris Pine. I mean, if, uh, again, I would say maybe he went to the Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by Radhika Jones. Lindsay, he did, but he went to both. <laughs> Chris Pine went oh to both. God. We got our first both. I love in the room. it. He's, uh, I feel like Chris Pine says both a lot. <laughs> both. He's bi celebratorial, you know? He's bi, he's bi celebratorial. Oh my God. Representation. Um, Representation. Did you see his uh his little oh, red sure outfit at the Vanity sure Fair uh, Oscar party hosted sure by Radhika Jones? Okay, Patricia Clarkson, friend of the pod, Patricia Clarkson. <laughs> you know, heads may say, true heads may say, she definitely went to Elton John's Aid Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party. But also, <laughs> okay, I'll say that. No. <laughs> see, that's a trick. Wouldn't you expect her to go to Elton John AIDS Foundation's 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party? No, she was at the 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by Radhika Jones only. Okay? That's homophobia. Moving on. <laughs> How about this? How about this? Sandra Lee and Ben Youssef. Yes, they went together. Oh, to those two definitely. You would think they were at the Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by Radhika Jones because I just set forward the rules of that. But I think they mm-hmm. they changed. They said, no, we're going full camp tonight because they are a couple that is camp. And they went to Elton John's Age Foundation's third annual and Academy Awards viewing party. You're right. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Lucy Hale. Where did Lucy Hale go? Oh, she was definitely at both. Come on. Give me both. No. She was at the Vanity Fair. That's one. what I thought, too. She was only at Elton John's no! Foundation's 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party, Lindsay. She was only at that one. <laughs> okay, these rules that I'm setting in my brain as to who is where are, bro- Isn't are not. Isn't it fucking with you? Yeah, Isn't it fucking with you? They're not correct. 
Raven Simone and Miranda Pierman Madej. If those two weren't at Elton John's AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards doing party, I will eat crow. <laughs> they were there. No crow's going to be eaten today. Okay. We, we're going to go from a blessed couple to a cursed couple. Adrian Brody and Georgina Chapman. <laughs> uh, they were probably at the 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by Radika Jones. Ding, ding, ding. You got that right. Okay. okay. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. They also were probably at the 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by Radika Jones. Correct. Liam Payne and Maya Henry. You know they were at the Elton John AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party. <laughs> and he was definitely Absolutely. on drugs on the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Allegedly, potentially. Um, I believe whatever he felt that he did, he had the right to do. I also felt there were three losers in one fight. He didn't know, being Chris Rock. He didn't want to do what he had to do, being Will Smith. And she did nothing, being Jada. And it's a very sad thing, but there was a powerful moment for me to sit and watch one of the world's best emoters in the ever we've seen speak from the heart. And I would rather take the beauty out of the situation than take the pain. Um, but I had to leave my chair, I'll be honest with you. It, it, it cut me really deep. And I don't, I don't get deep about these things, but I'm a big, I'm a big movie fan, I'll be honest with you. And um, out of a horrible moment, there was a little bit of beauty in what came on. And I'm sure everyone's very apologetic about what happened. It shouldn't have happened. Um, but ask yourself, what would you do in the same situation? I don't know how we'd all react. We're all very human, right? Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Adrian Houghton and Israel Houghton. Hmm. This is tough, but I want to say Elton John's AIDS Correct. Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards being party. Correct. Okay. Another couple. Jason Ritter and Melanie Linsky. Very fair. You're wrong. They oh. went to both. Oh, oh my God. Melanie Linsky. They went Linsky. to both. I love that she was. They went to both. She's empowered by her um, golden. What did she win? Her Critics Choice Award to her party. Her yellow jackets. Yeah. She she party hopped. Okay. Okay. From blessed to cursed yet again. Leah Michelle and Zandy Reich. Zandy uh, Reich. <laughs> I'm 99 percent sure they went to the Elton John's AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards being party. Have more faith in yourself. You should have been 100. percent They were there. Yeah. <laughs> they were just there. Just there. Just there. Brandon Maxwell. Brandon Maxwell. Interesting, interesting. So with he, glasses on. With glasses on. Interesting. You want me to say he was at Elton John's AIDS Foundation's during the annual Academy Awards viewing party, but I feel like I yours do. is a trick. It hmm. might be a trick. No, he's there. He was there. He was there. Come on. Where else would he go? Lindsay, he was there, but he was at both, baby. Uh, he went to both. Do you think he wore his glasses for Elton and took the glasses off for Radika? He wore them in both places. As far as I can tell, Vanessa Hudgens did not go to the Elton John's AIDS Foundation's 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party. She only went to the Vanity Fair one. Mm, so, uh, interesting. Brandon Maxwell made time for both. Interesting. Ed Harris. Ed Harris? Ed Harris? Ed Harris? <laughs> Ed uh, Harris. VF? Vanity Fair? Elton John AIDS Foundation oh 30th Annual God. Academy Awards viewing party. Okay, Ed Harris. Go off. Normani. Oh, come on. Did she go to both? She should. <laughs> No, she only went to the 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by okay, Radika Jones. Okay, okay. Zoe Deschanel and Jonathan Scott. Uh, um, uh, uh, wow, this is really hard. <laughs> Spiritually, they should be at the Vanity Fair party, but I think they somehow ended up at Elton John's Aid Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party. Is that your final answer? Yes. They went to both, baby. Ah! They went to both. Billy Porter. Billy Porter. Both. Just Elton. Just Elton John's AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards Viewing Party. Okay, let's do some siblings. This oh is fun. Oh, my God. 
Tracy Ellis Ross. Just Tracy? Both. No. Just the 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by Radhika Jones. Okay? Evan Ross. He went to Vanity Fair too to see his sister. Right and wrong. He went to both. No! Oh, forget <laughs> yeah. both. Okay. Okay. More siblings. Rosanna Arquette. Elton John AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party. Yes, but also she went to both. Uh, no! What about Patri- what about Patricia Arquette? Patty doesn't have time for both parties. She did not go to both parties. She definitely just went to Elton John. Then John's. which one do you think she went to? Elton John. I hate to break it to you, Lindsay, but they both went to both oh together. Oh my god, Patty! <laughs> severed queen! Okay, t- Maybe she went to one party severed and one party not severed. <laughs> Wait, that's good. That's thank, good. Thank you. Becky G. She went to both. Come on. Come on, give me both. Just no, she just did Elton John AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards being party. Last, last question. The couple. Couple of the evening, some might say. Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. That was dramatic. Um Thank you, Kevin. That was dramatic. <laughs> Jane Campion almost made up for her like flub. About Serena and Venus. Well, everybody, when she was getting up on there, everybody was like, Jane, just say thank you and take the award. Just say thank you and leave the stage, Jane. Um, wait, uh, Kevin Costner. They went Kevin to Costner v- and Christine Baumgartner. Uh, Vanity Fair. Lindsay, you won't believe me when I tell you this, but they went to both. <laughs> no! <laughs> I believe. I literally could have not done worse in that quiz. Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner somehow made it to the Oscars red carpet. How? The Oscars themselves. The Elton John uh, AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards Viewing Party red carpet. And the 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar party hosted by Radhika Jones. I don't know how they did it. I'm astounded. How? I don't know how they did it. When I looked at them at photos of the uh, Elton John thing, I was like, are they at? Am I looking at the wrong year? But no. They went to all of them. At least walk the carpet. Incredible. At least walk the carpet. The because some of these people... stamina that man has. The stamina. Anyway, that's... It is our show. Speaking of people who attended the Vanity Fair Oscar party... Yeah. Can I just point out this one headline that I've been haunted by since I saw it yesterday before the Oscars? This was a pre... This was a CAA pre-Oscar party. I have to say, anyone who went to a pre-Oscar party was really flirting with COVID in a way that if you were going yeah. to the real Oscars, you... May have not have made it. Do you know what I mean? Like that was kind of a dangerous yeah. um, thing. And they also, they talked about that on um, uh, Little Gold Men last week. They were like, people are skipping the pre-parties because if smart, they're going to get COVID, they'd smart. rather get it at the Oscars. True. Yeah. And also, I heard a lot of people get got COVID at BAFTAs, which I think is what happened to Lynn. Well, his wife got it. He didn't get it. Okay. Well, Kenneth Branagh apparently got it at the BAFTAs. Again, this is Little Gold Men gossip, but you know they got the awards goth. So anyways, who dared to go to these uh, pre-Oscars parties? None other than the back neck of maybe Joe Alwyn. Here's the headline. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Beau Joe Alwyn spotted by eagle-eyed fans in background of a photo <laughs> taken during the CAA pre-Oscar party in West Hollywood. When I tell you who's in the foreground of the photo, you're going to gag because it's none other than outfit star Zoe Deutsch and Haley Bieber. Baldwin. <laughs> in the back of the photo is the neck of a man, a white man's neck, which has been identified as none other than Joe Alwyn. <laughs> well, you have, they embedded a tweet from a presumed, I'm going to paste this into the doc. They embedded this tweet in the Daily Mail article from a Swift what I am assuming is a Taylor Swift fan. Oh, here we go. And it says, OMG, Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. And it's just a <laughs> zoomed in version of Joe Alwyn's neck. And... <laughs> 
the back of Taylor Swift's back? Well, allegedly. We don't Taylor's know. Back? We don't know who allegedly. that woman is. Allegedly. It's a sliver of a back. OMG, Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. To be fair, looking at the neck, I kind of do recognize that to be Joe Alwyn, but like I wouldn't pull it out of I wouldn't be able to pull it out of a lineup. Me too. My, I'm like, that's Billy Lynn. That's Billy Lynn's halftime walk right there. I know. If I know Billy Lynn's halftime walk, that's Billy Lynn's halftime walk. Within the Daily Mail story, there is a photo of someone leaving the party, the CAA party, with what looks like, I don't know, security, I don't know, a guy who is escorting him. And he's carrying a gigantic umbrella over his whole face. So you don't see the face of the person holding the umbrella, just the security guard or whatever who's walking him out. And the caption is, Joe? Question mark. In another photo <laughs> snapped outside the star-studded event, a man who appeared to be Joe attempted to hide himself under a large umbrella near the valet. Okay, he's a valet. Not, not to be whatever, but like, is it so surprising or worth hiding that Joe Alwyn would be at a pre-Oscars event? He's an actor. Like, he is an actor. He is an actor. It's not. It is weird for him to hide to hide that, or that he well, would be at a pre-party at a CAA party for the oscars i I, like i don't get the i had like similar thoughts when i was looking at these earlier when i was making the quiz and it made me google not google search getty images for joe and taylor they haven't been spotted publicly taylor hasn't been spotted publicly since november of last year when she went to dinner with like blake lively and ryan reynolds they're, after, they're after laying SNL. low with regards to the paparazzi. When they when SNL Yeah, it must have been after SNL. Yeah. Because it's weird. It is weird that they are able to avoid the photographs being taken when they are when they are at events in which photographs are being taken. So like what are these relationships that must lead to that sort of restraint from the photographers, you know? Everyone else is being photographed. Well, I get being private elsewhere, but if you go to an Oscars party and you yourself are an actor, wouldn't you want to be part of the scene in that way? Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's weird. I mean, I guess they only go to places where photographs aren't being taken indoors. I guess the photo of Zoe Deutsch and Haley Bieber was an anomaly at this event, but still, like, it's it's strange that they were not photographed together. It's weird. It, like, implies... It, it implies, implies some something sort of, to like, hide, but I, I'm very confused as to what that is, which is, like, or it implies the strong arm of Tree Pain, you know, <laughs> like it implies Tree Pain doing a lot of work. It's just like interesting because I'm like Taylor Swift. Yes, huge star. But you're going to be married to like an actor. So you're going to be at these events. Right. And like, I guess it's more just mm-hmm. like when Taylor Swift is at an event, it becomes about Taylor Swift. And maybe that's the effort is to say, hey, if I'm here, it becomes about me. So let's like kind of push away from the fact that I'm here. And if Taylor Swift's yeah. at the Oscars, Weird. then it becomes, oh, my God, Taylor Swift's at the Oscars versus, oh, Taylor Swift is accompanying her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, to the Oscars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She doesn't get to downplay her boyfriend, herself. Joe Alwyn, who is an actor. <laughs> right. She doesn't get to downplay herself because she's in the different context. She's still going to be Taylor Swift and still going to be a thing. You know, Taylor Swift, yeah. cheers for Beyonce, you know, like after tennis performance or what? Like, it's always going to be like a comparison, a thing. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> when I sleep on s- other beds, I get mad. What is there I else to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my made bed. It, 
I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm -hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm -hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm -hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique. And I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Speaking of the Oscars, here's a headline. Julia Fox's dress at Vanity Fair Oscar Party 2022 is literally holding her by the throat. And there's a photo of Julia oh Fox wearing her now notorious and I guess iconic uh cat eye is that what you call that i don't it's, even know what you call that it's at this honestly point. generous to a cat eye it's more like a her version a of black a black swan eye. sweep or whatever yeah <laughs> and her outfit i don't know ha looks like it's made of resin <laughs> and I, there is a, a a skeletal hand a gigantic skeletal hand coming from i guess Where? the bodice of the dress oh, no. and grabbing her by the throat oh love that and okay halloween spooky vibes did you write this or did timmy uh she's literally holding on to her 15 minutes of fame for dear life I which did. is true that's me i was thinking about her last week because she posted i mean speaking of 15 minutes she knows that this isn't going to last forever julia fox is not a stupid idiot right like julia fox understands how fame works understands how the attention economy works with all due respect she is holding on to this 15 minutes with with by the throat just as this costume is holding her yes. by the throat i'm saying she's totally milking it dry and she as she should get it all in there and pivot to whatever you want to do, pivot to whatever you yeah. want to be, but do it fast and do it now is what I'm trying to say. And I think she's heeding your advice, although I'm pretty sure she knew what to do to begin she with. She did. I just need my advice. Yeah. She's She started vlogging last week, Lindsay. <laughs> Stop. She posted a video on her Instagram. You got to play as much of this clip as possible. It's so peculiar. She's in, I guess, the bathroom of her home or someplace. <laughs> And she's speaking to the camera using vlogger voice and saying, this is how I make a top and a skirt. Hey guys, so 
sorry for the delay. Um, I've just been dealing with so many horrible things all happening at once. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay, so today's tutorial is going to be on how to turn this Hanes men's small Hanes tank top into a cute little set. Um, and the fun thing about this is that you can really decide if you want it to be a bra or if you want it to be a crop top or just a, you know, even just a regular shirt. And same with the skirt. You can decide if you want it to be a high-waisted skirt or a low-waisted skirt. So obviously I did a low-waisted version here. Um, and then, oh, hold on, I'm just gonna cut the top. Like tank tops that I buy at Target, just in a pack of five or whatever. And it's just her cutting up a shirt and then putting it on and then modeling it. It is, it is like old school vlogging behavior and I can't tell if there's irony here. <laughs> I don't think there is. I'm not sure I think it's genuine. Is. The caption is, here it is, top slash skirt tutorial. My apologies for the delay. That's how she begins the video. She's like, sorry for the delay. And I'm like, we were expecting this? I really love seeing you guys try all this shit at home. It truly gives me life. I feel the love and support and I'm gonna keep coming up with things for us. And then sure enough, she wore that Hanes tank top out on the town with under booba showing and the strangest like vinyl crinkly gloves and boots I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I like I She's doing something. I do think that like here. within New York City at least buzz wise she can keep this going for as long as possible like for a while. Mm -hmm. But I think towards like the greater of it all, she's gonna have to start getting herself cast in some things that are. We're gonna need, we need to see her in movies. Yeah, yes. and we she, you know, movies. and she was in that in that Soderbergh thing that like not a lot of people saw, but she was in it. She was in it. Mm -hmm. So like that is inarguable. She was in it because I do feel like maybe her budding film career kind of clashes against her like downtown vibe. You, mm -hmm. yeah, right? Yeah, it, it yeah. clashes a little bit. It clashes a little bit. Yeah, we need to we need to get her in the in the casting rooms or the casting offices. Because if she's like stomping the streets, competing with you know going out every night, competing with like Kim Kardashian in terms of like paparazzi photos, then she you doesn't can't have win. who has the time to be auditioning yeah, and you can't and win. getting the roles. Yeah, so right, choose. You really want to do that's your dream project? Oh my god, my book, of course. Tell me, like, yeah. Well, I don't want to give too much of it away because I I'm very superstitious, superstitious. So I don't I don't like to speak of things before they're finished. Mm. Um, but it's um, so far a masterpiece, if I do say so myself. So I hope that is it fiction is it a memoir? What is no, it? it's um, you know, it was going it was like a memoir at first, but now it's just like my first book, you know. Okay. So, yeah. That'll be coming out soon. Moving on, Lindsay, tell me about Joy Corrigan. I could tell when I saw this. I didn't even have to ask. This wasn't a Timmy Fine. This is this is peak you discovering this woman and being obsessed. Well, this just, is such a Lindsay Fine. I was I just like, like, who is this woman? I was like, who is this woman? Like, who is this? Like, who? She showed up on the We Crashed um, red carpet, <laughs> which is that Anne Hathaway show. Which, by the way, I don't recommend you watch. I talked about this on the Patreon, but there is a scene in which Anne Hathaway playing this woman dressed. This is a Navi from Avatar and from Avatar. Avatar. the screenshot of Anne Hathaway dressed as Navi is like something I will be cherishing, you know? We will it's be so saving good. It, it looks like it, it. It's so good that it looks like 
it's post-production like visual effects she was once covered in dots it's like dots good so tell me about her she was there she's just a model in both of these articles in which she's at different places first of all she has a wild look she's giving what is she giving (laughs) what is she you know what she's giving yeah she's giving she's giving a little bit of a julia fox vibe (laughs) To be honest. That's what I'm saying. She's giving, but L.A. Julia Fox. She's giving. Yes. Um, because it's blonde Julia Fox. Yeah. Yeah. She's giving. She's giving. You know what it is? Angeline she's giving, meets <laughs> like. She's giving. Are you on the list? She's giving. I'm not quite sure you're supposed to be here. You know, she's giving a little bit of Phoebe Price. She's giving a bit of exactly. like. Exactly. How did you get invited? Exactly. But she's there. And every time she's written about they have to come up with a new way to describe her. And I was cracking up because every way is hilarious. We have the 27-year-old catwalk star, the 27-year-old Sports Illustrated model, the Massachusetts-born <laughs> star, which, by the way, could not find any evidence she was born in Massachusetts, so I don't know where that came from, <laughs> the Victoria's Secret sensation, the blonde bombshell, the runway regular, the Playboy Playmate of the Month, and the Naked Species founder, which is um, a line of clothing that she started with her sister, sister Gina. Mm-hmm. They're from North Carolina. And I was like, are they from Massachusetts? But she talks about, it must have been a mistake because she talks about being from North Carolina in, you know, the two interviews that have been conducted with her that are published online where she's like, I'm from a very small town in North Carolina outside of Raleigh. So yeah, yes. I don't think she's from Massachusetts. You know what she's giving? She's giving a lot of Jocelyn Wilder, Wilderstern. Was that? Yeah, I'm seeing some of that. She's definitely giving... Um, a pair of low-cut jeans, a bra, a sparkly bra top, and a bag, <laughs> and a sparkly choker. Joy Kerrigan, I think she's one to watch, is what I'm saying. One she's to one watch. to watch, for sure. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Joy Corrigan. I'm from North Carolina, and we're here for 2016 SI Swimsuit Casting. So we're about to play a game so you can get to know me better. Who's next? Ashley Green is pregnant. Ugh. I will not be calling her by her full legal name now, Ashley Green Corey. I find it jarring. I'll be calling uh, her um, Alice Cullen, the role she played in Twilight. <laughs> Hi, Bella. I'm Alice. Um, hey. Oh, you do smell good. Bella and I are going to be great friends. Ashley Green is expecting a child with her husband, Paul Corey. Cool. And uh, apparently that's exciting. He's a director, right? He's a movie director? He's an entrepreneur, says people. Oh, he's an entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah. I saw that he was a storyteller slash artist slash director, but that, you know, could mean anything these days, especially if you live in LA. Did you read the last one? Bringing food Bringing to the metaverse. The food. Oh, this is this guy. See, I, I everything about the doc got jumbled. I forgot that this was her husband, the NFT Bringing guy. Bringing oh, food no. to the metaverse. No offense to literally anything in the metaverse. Actually, complete offense, but it is my, maybe this is my misunderstanding of the metaverse. Yes. Can you eat food in the metaverse? Not like at the same time you're eating food in the out of, out of metaverse. Okay, Lindsay, here's my answer to you. You loved the Nintendo Switch Zelda. You know I did. I loved cooking. How many times in the Nintendo Switch Zelda did you make food and then eat it? In Zelda? Probably, a, right? Like tons of amounts, but like not. It's the same idea. But, okay. It's the same idea. In the metaverse, you can cook food. You can make a stew. You hey, can you make know, a gumbo honestly, in the metaverse. You just made an incredibly fair argument, um, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. One time in Zelda, I had to find the <laughs> ingredients for a salmon... Men- menage, remember that? Did you ever play Zelda? You never played it. 
It was really no, complicated. I, I had to it. get cream. I, just, I had to get salmon. I, I had watched to get... Josh do it, and I would be like, "Why are you cooking all the time?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. There's so much cooking in Zelda. It really is. It's fantastic. Okay, so you're saying if I like cooking in Zelda, I'm gonna love Frigids, which are five thousand. 000- yes. 555 unique food NFTs living on the ETH blockchain. Ethereum, I guess. Ew, I hate that I knew what that meant. Ugh. Um, serial, serial entrepreneurs. How about that? They mm. seem like serial entrepreneurs. <laughs> I love that you change you know? scammers to serial entrepreneurs. What's funny is that I found their write-up from their wedding, which was a while ago, mm-hmm. but made me laugh very much, which was from in Brides magazine. And here's just a sentence. I feel like we can end here, but it says the couple celebrated with 120 friends, including ready, Breaking Bad's Aaron Paul and his anti-bullying mm-hmm. activist wife, Lauren. Actress Barbie. <laughs> just Lauren. <laughs> actress <laughs> Lauren. Okay, you forgot anti-bullying, anti-bullying activist wife. Actress Barbie Blank and Olympic fencer Miles Chamley Watson and unsolved actor Josh Duhamel. Demal. 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 Calling Josh Demal unsolved actor is very funny because I know it's a role that he's in, unsolved, but it also kind of sounds like mm-hmm. we're not quite sure. <laughs> we're, we're not quite sure what his deal is. Breaking Bad's Aaron Paul and his anti-bullying activist wife, Lauren. (laughs) His anti-bullying activist wife. Lauren. 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 Um, what's next? Jojo Fletcher from season 12, Amanda Ren is celebrating her bachelor party. She's engaged to Jordan Rogers, a.k.a. Aaron Rogers' estranged brother. I love that Timmy in his, like summation of this put exclamation points because i know he's trying to get me excited about it but he will not get me excited about it nice try timmy Timmy. nice try (laughs) nice try timmy nice try timmy (laughs) and if you were wondering if you were wondering if the jojo fletcher jordan rogers situation is going to be branded if this bachelorette party in mexico is any sort of like indication of what the wedding is going to be like they're getting everything for free they're getting everything for free at this wedding it's crazy I this mean, is what's like the point a bachelor person, and then I guess a sort of ex bachelor person. Jordan Rogers was also, yeah, he was on the Bachelorette, but he also was a sports guy too. Yeah, he was a sports guy and a bachelorette. Like these are people who live for free spawn and like planning their life around what they can get free. They, I guess, they delayed, you know? so now they're having it after delaying it, and now it's very much like we're having this, whether everyone likes it or not. Uh, Fletcher's mm-hmm. final fling. JoJo was a likable pers- bachelor person. I think people like her. Right, people liked her. People I didn't. Liked- I didn't watch, but I do know that people cared about her. They they liked her. Did you know that JoJo and her soon-to-be husband Jordan host a show called Cash Pad on CNBC? I know that I'd seen this like key art for Cash Pad, and I had no idea who it was, and I did not. I was not interested enough to find out who it is, is and I'm, like, very upset by this news. Anything more dated than launching a cheap-looking flipping show on CNBC. House flipping show. Right. If you're launching a flipping show at all in 2022, first of all, don't. But second of all, at least put it on, like, the Magnolia Network. Well, you know, someplace new and exciting. Working with with housing owner, house owners, to turn their homes into short-term rentals. 
So it's like, oh, so it's extremely it's basically toxic. Basically, Jojo okay. Fletcher being like, go to Home Goods and buy a white vase. Like, it is the most like, <laughs> you don't want your shit being ruined, so put it all in a closet and put a lock on it. Like, how else are you supposed to do yeah. that? You know? Yeah. Have you tried a smart TV? Guess we'll love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is toxic. Yeah, I don't like it this at all. Toxic. This Relatedly, is toxic. Relatedly, I thought was this was funny too. This is like along the same lines. Bachelorette alum Connor Saley and TikToker Jenna Palak are dating. So this is a TikToker named Jenna and a Bachelorette contestant named Connor. They are dating. They're both from Texas. Um, did you know Jenna Palak? I didn't. I have no idea who she was. Apparently, I didn't either because she, she never. She's never popped up on my app never. at all. And she went viral, which is the the irony of her going viral on TikTok is that she went viral for getting a job at TikTok by posting a TikTok uh, resume that went viral. That went viral. So mm-hmm. it's not. So in a way, mm-hmm. she's kind of a plant, if you know what I mean. Very like Don. Remember Don Sif? Very Don Sif vibes. I don't remember Don Sif. Who's remember that? Remember Don Sif did the Vine resume. Oh my God. Wow. That is Dawn Sif. throwback. A throwback. Throwback, Don Sif. This is proving to me, though, what I actually am interested, what, what did interest me about this is that now the Bachelorette and Bachelor people are on the same level as the like TikTok 15 TikTok minutes stars. of fame situation. God, you're right. I've also never seen anything like this. This is really funny to me. So you put this in here on Instagram. Jenna Palak, the TikTok viral person who used that viral fame to get a job at TikTok, was asked on Instagram, another platform, how did you meet Connor in the Q&A thing, the Q&A feature? It's literally. And a, she, she gave responded a with, short essay. She gave the whole story. She gave the whole story. And I'm like, I want to I read the whole thing I, I, because I'm just like, wow, this is everything you need to know. I was a fan. And it's so earnest. I was a fan. I always liked him, but he lived in Dallas. She lives in Austin. DM'd him on LinkedIn in 2019, and he read, but didn't reply. When he moved to ATX a few months later, a few months after me, I made a TikTok making fun of myself that he never replied and said, let's be friends. He followed me back and randomly asked me to go on a walk one day in October 2020. So many details here. We were friends for a bit and lots touched that fall, just at different stages of life. Reconnected February 2021 and gradually became really good friends. He was starting Waterboy, and I was just signing to our social media agency. We had a platonic friendship for months, though I was clearly falling for him. And I got invited on a work on a work long week trip to Chicago and Milwaukee in June. None of my friends could go because of their work schedule, so I invited Connor. We were purely friends during that trip, and I think the fact that there was not pressure to impress him really allowed us to just connect in a different way. After that trip, it was pretty clear that some feelings had formed, and we were trying to sort out what we were amidst everyone, what we were amidst everyone online saying I was doing it for clout, or we weren't playing into our relationship when truly we weren't together. It was very hard, honestly, trying to navigate a friendship turned relationship when people online are trying to tell you what it is when you don't even know. He and Mike asked me to move to LA with them from October to December, and I was hesitant because it would either start or end whatever was going on. Turned out it was for the better, and we started dating officially in November. Things have been great. Art. <laughs> Things have been great. She messaged him on LinkedIn and didn't get a response. On LinkedIn, he read it, didn't respond to her. I'm sorry, there's nothing more brutal than being left on read on, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Come on. LinkedIn. When you're sliding in a, in a LinkedIn... Incredible. And you are ignored. And then this guy, if you want to know more about this guy, I feel like everything I need to know about Connor Saley was answered to me when I was like, okay, she's talking about how he started something called Waterboy. What is Waterboy? Waterboy is his 
entrepreneurial scam. I'm assuming it's a scam because I feel like all hangover cures are scam. It's scams. It's a hangover cure. Is it like drink water when you have a hangover? It's like take this pill and then drink water and it'll help you hydrate. Well, guess what's going to help you? The water. The water. (laughs) The water. I just don't understand. Wait, it says, I'm going to read what they actually say. It's an all natural formula. It's hydration. It's electrolytes and vitamins and you mix it with water. I was laughing though because then I went to her TikTok to like you know fresh who she was and she one of her TikToks was her like literally going over the um numbers the 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 stats of a photo of her and her boyfriend like she was like in the stats with her little head floating on top being like it got a thousand likes it got a four thousand retweets I was like you are out of your damn mind you guys were chatting it up so I posted this picture on Instagram the caption was dad approved it's my dad back there and a little chuck action posted as a carousel so this was the second picture my dress is from free people i got it last summer and my shoes are from steve madden and here's the last picture we're so sweet i have like a little less than eighty thousand followers on instagram so to get forty-two thousand likes that's more than half the people that follow me and a thousand of y'all were either talking shit or hyping me up which was it those metrics are low-key pretty insane i was just cracking up i was like never change like okay Wow, she's she's in the stats. Her head is floating among, amongst <laughs> the stats section of her Instagram. Incredible. <laughs> We're back in Us Weekly. 25 things and a day in the life. Good for Mira Sorvino for getting a second 25 things you, you don't know, know did about Did you know me. there are Four years 50 after her first one. things to know about Mira Sorvino? <laughs> well, I saw it posted and then I noticed because I'm a uh-huh. fucking genius that it was usmagazine.com slash celebrity news slash news slash Mira Sorvino 25 things you don't know about me dash two. And I said, does that mean there's a one? Like, why is this? You two? were right. So I took off the two. And what do you know? She'd already done 25 things four years earlier. I don't I don't think any of them overlap, but they do link to the first one secretly. Oh. In the copy of the second one, oh. she goes, I want a Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion sequel, hands down. Sorvino exclusively told Us Weekly in July 2018. That was one of the 25 things from 2018. Okay, Bobby, I'm sorry. Bobby, did you read this? Her number one in her first one is, my favorite place is Capri, where my husband and I married 14 years ago. Her number one in her newest one is, I think Capri is Eden. I'm intoxicated by the most beautiful, delicious Italian island with its azure waters and radiant grottos. That's the same thing. I'm sorry. Now I can't. You, you're telling me these are different. It's the same it. thing. I did, a, I did a scroll. I missed I, the first one. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I, I take it back. I'm full of shit. She mentioned spaghetti in both of them, too. <laughs> what did she say about spaghetti? This bitch loves Eden and spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the 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 old one was, for my last meal on earth, I would eat spaghetti with marinara and chocolate cake. Oh, here's... The new one is... Number 25. I love spaghetti. <laughs> I love spaghetti with my home-cooked fresh tomato marinara. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. She likes spaghetti. What's a thing about you? And one of the 25 things you say, no matter when someone asks you is, I love spaghetti. <laughs> I mean. One of them, she says her favorite song right now is Lemon by local natives in Sharon Van Etten. That wasn't out in 2018. So that can't be copied. Well, you know? on the other one, she says, my longest band love is Squeeze. She loves the band Squeeze. <laughs> I feel like they have a good song in some like 90s 
very Mira Sorvino to be like, I love Squeeze. Don't you think? Their big song is... um. Is it put on the toothpaste? Oh, Tempted. That's what I just said. Put on the boot oh, like okay, I was like, why do I know what Pajamas squeeze is? I'm such an idiot. Yeah. Okay, I was singing <laughs> it. Stop, okay. Stop, stop, okay. Stop, stop. I said to my reflection, let's get out of this place. That's the church and the steeple, the laundry on the hill. Speaking of five things to know about someone, P Valley star Tyler Lepley and girlfriend Miracle Watts got their names tatted of each other. We haven't seen joint couple tattoo names since Rita and Taika, right? This is the first one since Rita and Taika, <laughs> well, which I guess wasn't even that long ago. I mean, I'm sure there's been, but we haven't covered, we haven't covered a celebrity tattoo moment, very My Girl is a Lawyer style, since Rita I got and Taika. It. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. God. These tattoos, I think, are nicer. Like, that's a, it's a, it's a nice font in there, you know, kind of on the ribs. One of them got it vertical. I think Miracles is vertical. Tyler's is horizontal, but they're both, like, on the rib cage. So that's painful. That's love. That's painful. So who's Tyler Lepley? Tyler Lepley is on P-Valley now. Was on the Tyler Perry show, The Haves and the Have-Nots first. P-Valley, so the wife, the girlfriend P is the bigger is who, Miracle Watts. Let's do the stars show about the star the show. Strip yes. Club? Yeah. The strip club. Yes. The five things to know about Miracle Watts. We did what's Ari tattoo, Fournier. You, Here's, what's the tattoo? It's each other's names. Oh, okay, fine. So Tyler got Miracle and Miracle got Tyler in like a nice, like a well, like a flowery. I can already tell what English the issue font. is here. You know what the issue is here. It, what? When they break up, Miracle Tyler's gonna have Miracle, miracle on works. Miracle on themselves, and Miracle's gonna have Tyler. So somebody's gonna have an issue. This is like when Lala from Vanderpump Rules had Rand and changed it into a brand new. <laughs> brand new. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Anyways, Miracle is going to... Five things to know about Miracle Watts. Okay. okay. Yeah, fine. This is from wiki.ng. One, she is of African-American and Brazilian descent. She was also born in Houston, uh, Texan. Two, she started out as an exotic dancer. Three. Three, she has her own eyelash and hairline. Okay. Guess what she uses in both of those lines? Her name, Miracle. Miracle tresses oh my God, and Miracle, Miracle lash. lash. Okay, great. Four... She previously dated August Alcino. Wait, what? Will and Jada. Oh my God! Yep. Not August mm -hmm. Alcino, who honestly was never heard from again after that scenario. Where never. is he? We knew that. Are they keeping him somewhere? He's, is he okay? He's probably still trying to get his heart rate back to like an appropriate, <laughs> an appropriate <laughs> BPM. You know? Oh, you mean like you he's know? Probably still he's probably panicked, right? That's true. Well, he did release yeah. the song that was like, what was the word? Um, Entanglement. Yeah, and everybody was like, no one wants this. Like, not this. You know, yeah, no one wanted it. Right. Drake organized a Jersey retirement ceremony for her and her two peers. What? Okay? Drake, when she was a dancer, I think Drake was really into her and like visited her a lot, like when she danced, because he name dropped her in a song in a cover. Speaking of how hooey this gets. In 2014, right after Two On, the iconic Two On by Tinashe came out, Drake was featured on a cover of Two On by someone else named um, O'Brien. O'Brien. Okay. So Drake was featured on this and in his verse rapped about Miracle. And the line is... About to hit the gas right here, man. Also living in a past life here, man. You bring the cash right here, man. 
Miracle, sit y'all right here, my. So that's one of her claims to fame. Okay. Because Drake rapped about her. Yeah. And then here's this. I'm going to quote this. In 2017, Canadian rapper Drake commissioned a Jersey retirement ceremony for Watts, as well as two of her colleagues, Lyra Galore and Malia Michael. Moving on. In Somebody Has a Great Publicist News, here's a headline from Us Weekly. Jay Cutler is still hung up on Kristen Cavallari amid ongoing divorce, colon, he has a lot of love for her, a.k.a. The meanest thing to place about your ex-husband is my ex-husband is still hung up on me. We have, quote, Jay is still very much hung up on Kristen, an insider exclusively tells Us Weekly on the former NFL player 38. He still has a lot of love for her and wishes things weren't as they are. They are co-parenting well. He just wishes they were still together, the insider explains. He deeply cares about her. They're going to get back together. You think they are? Yeah. You know. I mean, I'm always wrong, but they're going to get back together. <laughs> Remember when they like posted that photo of them together yeah, like in yeah, solidarity yeah, yeah. and it was like, we're fighting back against the haters, but yeah. we're not back together or the something. The placement, Ugh. though, of this of this blind, I mean, it's not even a blind, of this opposite of a blind, this very clear thing by not his team, by definitely her team being like, definitely her. Jay is still in love with Kristen. She needed attention. Interesting. Okay, moving <laughs> on. Um, in not dating news, Karuchi is not dating Quavo. <laughs> And no one believes and her. And no one believes it. No one believes her. She keeps hanging out with Quavo, taking long trips with Quavo. All the pops are like, Karuchi, are you dating Quavo? And she's like, stop it. <laughs> Every video she's like, don't. <laughs> We're just friends. We're she friends. She said she's simply enjoying her life. But she did admit that the Migos rapper is a friend and just a friend. <laughs> Quavo is sweetie's ex. Th those two we yes. thought were together forever. I know you did because you always forever. think people are together forever. <laughs> I never learned. She denied to the Shade Room exclusively. The Shade Room got the exclusive following recent reports that she and hashtag Quavo are officially dating. Hashtag Karuchi Tran exclusively confirmed to us that this is not the case. Quote, no, we are not, she said. <laughs> and then TMZ caught her and asked her. She and told she TMZ no. that they were good friends. Would you be down to have fun with Quavo? Fun, we're friends. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who oh, is this woman? They got the uh, Mark Seliger photo oh, at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. Of course they did. They went to the so did they go to Vanity Fair, uh, Elton John or both? They just went to the Vanity Fair, hosted by Radika Jones. It's very unlike. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's very unlike Rita. Rita should be going to both. Maybe she doesn't need quote unquote need to anymore. I always forget. I mean, it, I don't always forget, but it's like it's easy to forget that Taika is not only an Oscar winner, but won an Oscar like in 2020. So he's like a recent Oscar winner. He's still like on the top of all the invite lists because he's top of mind. He, as as he's irrelevant as she may be to some, guy. he's extremely relevant to this specific crowd. Easy to forget how relevant Taika Waititi is. It's kind of crazy. Well, it's easy to forget because we talk like about it, him in a very specific tone. Yes. As the Instagram boyfriend. He is a boyfriend guy. Like he's a, you know... He's an Instagram boyfriend to us, but to Hollywood, he is as A-list as it gets, kind of, in a way. He's Rita's, he's Rita's boy toy, toy yeah, boy. He's on the <laughs> arm of the number one girl in town, the number one talked about girly in town. And they looked great at the at the Vanity Fair party, of course. They always look great. Blah, blah, blah. 
She also looked pretty in pink in a pink final jacket and skirt combo while attending the Chanel and Charles Finch pre-Oscars dinner with Bo Taika Waititi. You know who's OG COVID from back in the day gave her the antibodies to skip around town to every party before the Oscars? Rita Ora. I'm just saying, she's body. Rita has 100% had... Rita has had every Every variant. strain. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> every variant. Every variant. And Rita is the most... Rita is the most, like... Resilient. Her immune system is, like, so strong. Resilient. Because she's had... She's had Alpha. She's had Beta. Yeah. She's had Delta. She's had Omicron. She's had BA2. She's had BA1.1. She's had all of them. Out of all the, like, dumb things Rita Ora does spawn for, if she did spawn for some sort of, like, COVID cure, I would totally buy it. I'd be like, I trust her. Rita Ora for Pfizer. I trust her. I trust her. Novel coronavirus. She's like, not novel to me, love. Okay, <laughs> My immune system's quite familiar. I don't know what accent I'm doing, but <laughs> the funniest thing that Rita Ora did that has nothing to do with the Oscars is that she went to Disney World or Land, Disneyland, with Kate Moss. Land. And we know that D- Rita Ora and Kate Moss are friends from way They're back friends. because Rita signed They're to her modeling friends. agency like forever ago, which is yeah. again very weird because we never heard anything about it again. But just like, can you imagine just like <laughs> Rita and Kate like hanging out in Disneyland, you know, with their you know, obviously no. with their posse. It's very strange, no? Rita Ora flashes her midriff on her white crop top and green feathered sheer shawl as she heads to dinner. And you found the crop top and it only costs, what, I $22? I didn't find it. Timmy did. Which, shout out to Timmy for oh, Timmy spotting found that it? crop Oh, top. Timmy wrote, affordable. <laughs> it says angel energy. One last thing about the Oscars. No, I'm kidding. No, don't One last, you I'm dare. Kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We're I'm about kidding, to kidding, enter kidding, the speed force. What's it called? <laughs> this is just like when the flash entered the speed um, force. This is just like it. <laughs> this is just like when the Flash entered the speed and force. And everybody correct? cheered because it was the number one most cheerable moment of all time. When the Flash mm-hmm. entered the speed force. I don't know. I voted for uh, Effie singing I Am Telling You I Am Not Going in Dreamgirls 2005. But um, I don't know what to tell you. Some things can't compete with entering the speed force. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Uh, thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our theme song, our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Thank you to all of our patrons, patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, commentaries, newsletter, etc., etc. And we'll see you on Friday. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. Bye. Bye. You will drain us. Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey. I want to be safe.